Thrive Suite Productions. And welcome to another edition of This Day in Sports History. It's December 31st, and on this day in 1967, it was the worst day for football, and it was also the best day for football. Those are the words of legendary Green Bay Packers linebacker Ray Nitschke. And on this day, his Packers and the Dallas Cowboys played in the coldest game ever played in the NFL, which became known as the Ice Bowl. At kickoff, the temperature was negative 16, with a wind chill of negative 46. And this was the epitome of the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Cowboys running back Dan Reeves said many years later that nobody has an advantage in that kind of weather. It was miserable. Tight end Lance Rensel said it was like playing on a piece of marble. Cowboys wide receiver Bobby Hayes ran pass patterns with his hands tucked in his pants, which kind of makes it tough to catch a pass. It was so cold the referees' whistles didn't work, and when they tried, well, their lips froze to it, so they resigned themselves to just yelling all day. There was an electric grid that had been installed under the field that was supposed to unfreeze the ground, but that also was not working on this day. Amazingly, Lambeau Field was packed. More than 50,000 showed up that day to watch their veteran Packers attempt to maintain their dominance in the NFL against a much younger and faster Cowboys team. The Packers jumped out to a 14-0 lead on a pair of Bart Starr to Boyd Dowler touchdown passes. But the Cowboys were able to take advantage of two Packer miscues to get on the board. First, a seven-yard scoop and score by George Andre, and then a Dallas field goal after another fumble recovery pulled the Cowboys to within four at the half. On the first play of the fourth quarter, Dallas took the lead on a 50-yard halfback pass from Reeves to Rensel, and the Packer crowd was mostly silent, but hopeful. With 4 minutes 40 seconds to play in the game, the Packers started their final drive on their own 32. Using running back Chuck Mercine as a receiver, Starr marched the Packers down the field to the one-yard line. And with 16 seconds to go and facing a third and goal, head coach Vince Lombardi called the team's final timeout. Instead of settling for a game-tying field goal, which is what many would have thought the conservative coach would do, he decided to let Starr call his own number and try to find the footing on the frozen field to score the game winner. If he failed, the clock would likely run out before they could get a field goal off. Defensive tackle Bob Lilly tried to dig a rut in the ice to gain a foothold for himself and Jethro Pugh and considered calling a timeout to get a screwdriver or a jackhammer to dig a hole. But he didn't call a timeout, and Pugh slipped backward when Jerry Kramer hit him, and Starr followed that block into the end zone for the touchdown. The Packers won the NFL championship 21-17 over the Cowboys, and then two weeks later would beat the AFL champ Oakland Raiders to win Super Bowl II. But on this day, the Green Bay Packers conquered the freezing weather, the frozen field, and the upstart Dallas Cowboys in the coldest game ever played. Also on this day... In 1972, Pittsburgh pirate Roberto Clemente was killed when the plane he was in crashed. Clemente was on the way to Nicaragua on a humanitarian aid mission following a deadly earthquake there on December 23rd. Clemente had not planned on making the trip, 
But after three planes that he sent with supplies were diverted by corrupt Nicaraguan government officials, never reaching the survivors of the quake, Clemente decided to board the fourth and ultimately ill-fated flight in an effort to personally escort the supplies to those who so desperately needed them. The plane he was in had a history of issues, was overloaded, and did not have a sufficient flight crew. It crashed in the Atlantic shortly after takeoff. Clemente was 38 years old. And in 2017, the Cleveland Browns became the second NFL team in history to finish the season 0-16. Of course, that followed on the heels of their previous year's 1-15 record. That's all for today. If you have a brief moment, rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Have a wonderful and safe New Year's celebration, and I will see you tomorrow for another edition of This Day in Sports History.